0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Permission to Become podcast. This is a podcast about Asian American women exploring their boundaries and permissions around self-discovery and personal empowerment. In this podcast, we will dive into the untold tales of Asian American women breaking out of who they should be and becoming who they truly are. My name is Joyce Bao and I'm your host on this podcast. Hi listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Permission to Become podcast. So today I'll be kicking off a new season of the Permission to Become podcast called Permission to Bloom into Your True Essence. So the reason I picked this theme, bloom, for this season, because now being in the springtime, I've just been observing and admiring all different types of flowers blooming And what I noticed was that each flower bloom and unfold at its own unique timing. And you simply can't pry the flower petals open or to really rush the process. And I see that our own blooming process is similar to that of, of a flower. We have to learn to let go of the control and allow our true selves to unfold Um, by tending to our inner gardens and providing a nourishing environment so that our true essence, um, the flower within us, can bloom to its full radiance and beauty. So in this season, I plan to share more insights, tools, and resources on how I stepped into my own permission to become my true self. In addition, I'll also be bringing on guests onto the show, to share their area of expertise on the process of personal transformation and self-discovery, something that I feel really passionate about. So my intention is to really create a space for radical honesty, um, to share my truth that I might not have felt comfortable sharing before so that I can give others the permission to also find the courage to step into their own truth. So I invite you to join me on this journey. Okay, so in today's episode specifically, I will be walking through my story of how I stepped into my permission to become over the past year. And before I dive in, I have a little bit of a backstory to share. So, over the course of the last few episodes that I published on permis- Permission to Become, I started to feel this quiet whisper within me, urging me to share my own story with you. And with every episode that I had published, this desire just grew stronger and stronger. Um, because I think a deeper part of me wanted to not just talk the talk, but also walk the walk. Um, in terms of what I truly believe in and why I created this podcast. Um, I really wanted to share with you my own journey and specifically the struggles I had encountered along the way uh, with giving myself the permission to become and how I actually overcame them. So despite that, I kept procrastinating and not taking action. every time i sat down to try to produce this episode i just felt this overwhelming resistance and i kept putting it off until i realized that it was really fear so i had all these voices inside my head that are telling me um you know who am i to tell the story i have nothing interesting to say or why would anyone care to listen to um what might people think of you if you tell your truth? Um, so these voices of a lot of self-doubt and self-criticisms um, really helped me back from my desire. And I kind of fell into my own shadows and I was afraid to to step out um, into the light to be visibly seeing and to show all of myself. And I realized this is something that I had actually um, been struggling with for uh, much, much of my life. I had really been afraid to show my true authentic self and I'd always hide myself behind voices of others. So time and time again, I sort of just try to stay invisible like Violet in the movie Incredibles. And, um, yeah, and would hide myself. I would also just run away from the slightest hint of rejection um, and would compromise my true desires so that I can really stay in my comfort zone and not have to feel bad about myself. So in realizing that... um, I recognized that the fear really kept me from reaching my full potential all these years and created a lot of pain and suffering in my life and at the root of it all I had really actually just been rejecting and denying myself um, because the truth is that I didn't believe I was worthy enough So in this episode, I will actually dive into my own truth. And um, even if it's scary to me, um, with the hope that this will inspire you to find the courage and the power within you to start owning your truth. So I will start um, with where I was about a year ago. So a year ago in 2020, so at the age of 30, I was deeply unhappy um, and unfulfilled with many areas of my life. So even though on the surface, I was living a great life. I was living in the heart of San Francisco, I was um, working for my dream company Fitbit as a senior product manager. And I was really building products that um, are helping people live healthier lives, which is in alignment with my mission um, of um, what I wanted to help people with. And also in 2020, I had just started um, my entrepreneurial journey as well, launching a side coaching business with my co-founder to help women transition into product and really create this community and space to empower women and that was also something that I felt really passionate about. Um, And if you look at my social media profiles, um, it was a collection of sort of shiny badges with photos of uh, my adventures across the world and like attending different um, events and festivals so on uh, overall on the surface everything looked perfect but deep down inside I felt really stuck (laughs) um and I felt like I was just moving through the motions um but not Feel like my moving, my life was moving forward. Um, at work, I had actually lost this light and enthusiasm that I had felt before um, towards my work, and I'd constantly feel stressed, um, drained, and fatigued at the end of the day. So, my my emotional Overwhelm and stress from work actually led to two panic attacks, and the most recent one ended up in a $5,000 bill. So that was a big lesson learned. Um, And then I also struggled with on and off food addiction. So this is not something I've really shared, I would say, publicly with a lot of people. Um, But essentially, to keep my emotional stress under control, I would kind of go through cycles of um, like binging on caffeine and coffee um, to to calm my uh, my nervous system when it's actually doing the reverse, um, and that in itself created a deeper sense of guilt and shame. So I felt like I was constantly waging war against my body and. I would control what I should should not eat, and also just trying out all different kinds of diets which are really restrictive um and that also created this um, my struggle with um sort of my body image, so every time I step on the scale scale and look in front of the mirror, it just felt like a um like a judgment call for um a lot of self criticisms and attacks on my own body and I had also at the time got out of another unfulfilling relationship where I was not not able to express my needs and and nor get my needs met Um, and I I felt a lot of pressure as well um, from like parents or society telling me, oh, you know, I should be be married by now. And um, yet I still carried wounds from heart- past heartbreaks that really kept my heart closed to share my true feelings and authentically express myself. So I felt trapped in many aspects um, of my life because of my fears of um, just, not being good enough, and I constantly fall into the habit of people-pleasing, whether it's at work or interpersonal relationships, doing what others expect of me, not really knowing who I am or what I want. And in truth, um, I just also really feel afraid to speak my mind um, in front of large groups because I still have this little girl in me that feared rejection, feeling embarrassed. So as a result, I turned a lot of my anger and resentment um, towards my parents and I blamed them for my attachment wounds um, instead of taking responsibility to to heal my wounds. And my travels and different activities became a form of escapism from um, my daily frustrations and at the time I was kind of desperate to find like some kind of guru or shaman um, or some unconventional way to like get clarity to get an answer like what should I do to turn my life around I tried all different kinds of (laughs) techniques like sought after tarot reading had gone to an ayahuasca ceremony have done hypnosis burning man like i was just trying all different ways to really find myself um to look for answers and i think i was also just hoping that i'd get transformed within a week (laughs) so i was really looking outside of myself for these answers and when the world last year um fell into distress and lockdown because of covid so did my inner world um all all the distractions i had essentially fell away and i had to face my own demons so that that fortress i had built up before started to started to crumble and i was no longer able to really hold together this quote-unquote perfect life that i was Living or projecting to the outside world. So finally, I actually got burned out and was not able to physically push myself um, to do more and to achieve more any anymore. Um, and I just there there was a very distinct moment when I just heard this voice. Um, that said, you're done, <laughs> or something really bad's gonna happen. And I was terrified. Um, I didn't know what to do. And I remember Oprah had this saying that it first comes as a whisper and it just gets louder and louder until it becomes a thud. And that was my thought. Um, so when that voice came that told me like, you're done, um, it really shook me to the core of my being. It felt like it was some kind of divine intervention, intervention um, telling me to really start taking my life seriously. So what happened after that just felt like there was this invisible force like pushing me forward. I stopped everything I was doing and really listened to that voice because I was scared and I decided to take a pause from work. So I sold most of my belongings and decided to just pack up my, my things and left the city. And I, that was when I first gave myself the permission to just surrender to, to this voice and to the unknown. And, and that first permission really came out of fear um, and not having, not really having a choice because um, there was sort of a decision made for me. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do next, nor do I have a plan. Um, so I actually moved back home, back to my childhood room. So at the time all the titles, the roles, the achievements, everything I had accumulated outside of me on the outside Um, and everything that I had attached myself to started to just peel away and I was sitting in my room I was left with this question who am I? and the truth at that time was I didn't know I didn't know how to answer the question. And that's when my journey to unfolding and discovering the truth of who I am started and it was not smooth sailing. I resisted a lot in the beginning. Um, I was really afraid of admitting that I felt lost because all my life I had a plan. I knew what I wanted to do, or at least appear like I knew what I wanted to do and um so there is this kind of counter voice um telling me that okay i have to figure out what what i'm going to do next because that's how everyone else else's life is like so that's how things are supposed to be so in that in that phase of resisting and struggling I had to then really learn to continue to give myself permission to step into my truth and to allow my truth to unfold and How did I get there so So this is my own experience, and I really hope that um yeah, if anyone's having this sort of experience that um this can help them um so the first thing I did was really to connect reconnect with my body. Um and to to give my body a voice to speak and to share how it truly feels because for so long I had just been in my head like every day in my head um whether it's um Thinking about the 10,000 to do lists or being on like social media, it's just constantly like swirling in my head that I had not been paying attention to my body. Um, and my head was really the commander driving me to keep pushing, keep achieving, keep moving forward. And when I finally started to do kind of practices to really get present with my body, I learned that actually my body had been holding so much tension from having been in this perpetual fight flight and freeze mode i don't know how long it's been going on but it was just it held a lot of frozen tension and stress and overwhelm and i started to really embrace the process of connecting with the with my body um, so there's this really good book called The Body Keeps a Score, and it really dives into how our body holds memories of every single lived experiences, um, like intense lived experiences we had. So I started to kind of trace back through my body to um, all the these past events that I had that I had felt stressed or overwhelmed where I just simply suppressed them. So I remember one of the events, um, um, experiences traced me back to um, when I first moved to the U.S. as an immigrant and at the age of 11 and I had to introduce myself in front of an entire class of 30 people and I just felt so much anxiety because I could barely speak any English and I had 30 pairs of eyes looking at me I just had so much anxiety that like I froze and in some way I still carried that frozen feeling um, every time I had to speak publicly in front of others so connecting reconnecting with my body and it's buried emotions really led me to open my heart to then connect with my inner child Um, and I realized that my inner child had actually been neglected for many years Um, so through connecting with my inner child I got to hear her unspoken loneliness and shame um for many years of being teased by her classmates um when she was young and um i was i was um when i first moved here i was i i really um yeah i was embarrassed when my classmates called me a fob uh which is um the acronym for fresh off the boat and didn't know what it meant what it meant meant. And um yeah I was just humiliated after I, I um found out. And um I would in response to that I would try to pretend to be someone else so that I can um I can reject reject that part of me. Um so in the process, um, kind of coming back to my process, I also spent a lot of time um, just forgiving people um, whom I had blamed and resented for um, my anger and my, my suffering, especially my parents. I wrote about 40 pages of just forgiveness letter, really forgiving, um, forgiving all the people I have resented and... Um, and just really feel the gratitude um, for those experiences because I now believe that people are our mirrors and they come into our lives to really teach us um, something about ourselves or teach us a lesson. But at the time, um, when I was unconscious, I would just... Um, um put my blame outside onto others. Or I would blame others for the negative emotions I was feeling within me. So in that pro- forgiveness process, uh, most importantly I forgave myself. Um and I recognized that just like others, I was also simply doing what I knew at the time. Um, so finally, um, I spent time writing pages and pages of lies I've been telling myself my whole life, so um those voices um that had been telling me that I'm not good enough compared to others, um I really started to re-examine my inner beliefs and to so that I can start to pull out those weeds that had been blocking me from simply accepting who I am so as everyone else in the world um, put on their masks last year I actually had been taking off or unmasking all these layers of mask I had been wearing for many many years of me pretending to be someone else pretending to be perfect pretending to look good on the outside so that I can receive love and approval from others and so that I can finally feel like I'm good enough and I realized that I had been hiding and rejecting and and denying the truth of who who I am so no wonder I didn't know how to answer the question well like who are you Um, so somewhere along my path I had lost touch with my true essence so peeling through all these layers it's like peeling through the layers of an onion um, felt like an ego death for me and I started to slowly connect to my truth. At that point, I had to uh, face another decision point um, where I essentially needed to give myself the permission to quit my job. And while I knew that was what I needed to do at the time, in order to further embark on my journey um towards self discovery, it was also one of the most difficult decisions I had to make because it meant I had to leap into a deeper i know and I felt terrified um I felt at the time like it was there's like no return um so at the same time, um, I knew that giving myself this permission to, to leave my job signified to me that I now have a choice and I am choosing to honor myself for the first time um, to start a new beginning where I can perhaps create a life that I truly want a life that is truly fulfilling to me and that is in alignment with my truth. So I took a leap of faith and surrendered once again and it felt like a test of trust. And I feel like sometimes the universe plays this game (laughs) with me where I have to take a step in order to see the next step. So as I made my decision, things started to unfold. And yeah, it had just been an incredible journey where mentors, friend tours, um, coaches and guides started showing up on my journey. Um, And they have just been truly instrumental in helping me transform into who i am now and to embrace my truth i started to really learn how to let go of my expectations of how things should be including expectations of who i should be and to just start to accept this messy process of unfolding. And I realized that after all these years of running away from myself, whether it's escaping to traveling, emotional eating, finding distractions, or or overworking myself what I really needed and what my soul had been calling for all this time is for me to actually spend time with myself and get to know who I am so I started to allow myself to really just spend time in solitude Spend time in nature. Spend time meditating and doing yoga, and doing a lot of self inquiry to really understand a deeper part of who I am. And what I found was that there's this power and strength within me um, to just be myself. So instead of blaming others, I my inner perceptions really started to shift. And I began to see all my past mistakes and struggles as beautiful lessons um, that were meant to help me grow. So as I reflected on the pains of the past, um, I realized that there there was a golden nugget behind every experience. Um, and I also started to just accept others' imperfections and drop my tendency to judge or compare with others. And by doing so, I began to also just accept myself and accept my own imperfections um, because I'm human and it is by accepting my imperfections, I actually became whole because I am made up of all these little pieces of imperfections and those are the pieces that make up this beautiful mosaic tapestry called my life. So um, it's, it's been an incredible experience and I found that on the other side of fear, every time I push against the edge of fear on the other side of fear, and when I go through fear it's love um, so I re- realized that for many years I had struggled to share my true self and to stand in my authentic power and it wasn't until when I finally gave myself the permission to heal and to connect with my truth that the real transformation, the inner transformation began. So where am I now? (laughs) So a year later, now in 2021, I have... um, I'm still in the process of unfolding, and I think that life is an endless journey of growth and evolution. Um, But I would say I have found a deeper sense of purpose and the truth of who I am and I feel so grateful to have found my way back home and my way back to love Um, I started to really re-examine all these endless cycles of self-sabotage and I gave myself the permission to just accept who I am and Instead of denying my needs and my desires in the past, I began to become really curious of the hidden messages behind my emotions and to honor them. And instead of constantly resisting, I actually gave myself the permission to find my flow and my own rhythm. So what I learned in this journey was that my sources of unhappiness from stress and burnout was really because I was not living in full alignment with my truth. I wanted to be the person who is liked and approved by everyone, but I didn't actually like or approve of myself. So I became a shell of accomplishments and lost touch with the truth of who I am. So how I got to where I am now is really a deep personal transformation, a hero's journey going through roads of trials and fighting against my innermost demon in the cave and resurfacing and receiving this beautiful elixir of wisdom, of truth. And all of this wouldn't have started if I didn't give myself the the permission to answer this call to adventure. So, my takeaway message from from my sharing my story today is that um, while um, my journey is a continuous work in process to grow and and evolve. I have really come to accept myself um, for who I am and I realized that there is power in embracing and sharing the truth of who we are. So until we start to give ourselves the permission to connect with our true essence, including including the wounds that we carry we will continue to feel estranged from our own being and from others so coming back to the truth of who we are is actually an act of love and in that process it gives, it gives you courage and confidence to really stand in your own power So I encourage everyone to start to honor your truth and to share your authentic voice because in that process, we are giving others the permission to share their, their authentic selves with the world. And with all of that's going on right now in the world and with the Asian American community I feel more called to really inspire and empower others to start to find the courage and the permission to tell their truth so permission to become is really about reclaiming your power to step into your own truth and also your greatest transformation okay so if you have listened through this whole episode and through all my stories, I want to thank you so much. I want to thank you so, so much for listening to this entire episode. Um, I really hope that my story can inspire you to think more deeply about your own revolutionary journey to your deepest truth. And how might you give yourself the permission to allow your truth to unfold so in this season i invite you to join me on this journey to deeper self-love and let's all bloom together to a deeper truth of love thank you so much for listening thank you so much for listening to the permission to become podcast If you like what you've heard, don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. I'd really appreciate it. I'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So feel free to email me at permissiontobecome at gmail.com.